1: Guys being dudes, dudes to the right, dudes to the left, stuck in the middle with you. Got another dude!
0: Heisman Trophy, Bronco Nagurski Award, Ultimate Dudes. Got another dude! O-Line U, Bunch of Dudes. Lotta Dudes! Yeah! Yeah! Another dude in
1: the house! Welcome to the Lotta Dudes Podcast, Season 1, Episode 12. Big Bad Dave Doran and the Wolfpack huffed and they puffed and they blew BC's house down on Saturday, outlasting the wounded Eagles by a score of 17 to 14. The defeat ends BC's three-game win streak, and despite outplaying the number 23 team in the country, without their starting QB and the best defensive player in the country, the loss has left many Fairweather fans crying wolf. Matt, on today's episode, we'll break down what went wrong against the Pack, talk dude to pood, maybe even sneak in some basketball talk. And we'll get you ready for the fuck fest at Fenway this weekend. Yeah. And,
0: and as if this as if you know, this week couldn't have gotten any worse, uh, this is a little bit of a flu game for me. I went for a run in 40 degree temperatures the other night. Definitely uh, caught cold, as they say in the old days. So that's why you don't exercise. Again, I don't want to make this episode about me, but kind of kicking me when I'm down. Uh, you know, feel a little achy. So uh, just, just I, bear with me and, and your thoughts and prayers are appreciated.
1: I haven't been sick since the second grade. I actually had perfect attendance throughout high school, got an award for that, helped get me into college. Um so sorry that you don't have a, a strong of a immune Yeah, there, we Matt. can't all
0: be we can't all be dudes of the week. So uh, but you know, I think honestly this was this was honestly about as disappointing of a ball game as we could possibly draw up. You know, I think there was a lot of talk going into the game where NC State is, you know, credit like they're absolutely a good team, but they gave us a million chances to to win that game we didn't take it. Um, you know, there was talk going into the game where if it was a hard fought game and you know our offense still looked good, but we ended up losing by three points. But you know, at three points, that was actually uh, you know a good performance. People could live with that. Uh, but I think the way this this broke out was was just an absolute nightmare. Again, like I said, I mean, there were there were so many opportunities to take this game. I mean, I could count you know at least six off the top of my head, uh, and so, every so single could, one went by the wayside.
1: So could they, right? I mean, no, they gave
0: us the game. They absolutely, yeah. We just didn't take any of those. They opportunities.
1: missed they missed three field goals. Yep. Um But but at the end of the day, bottom line is. They're the number 23 team in the country. You know they they've had a, a really heck of a year. Um, they have three very very good players, um, and we hung with them and, and quite frankly looked like a better team for much of the game until you know at least until Brown got hurt and all hell kind of broke loose. Um, so people are saying, yeah, you know we we it was a winnable game. We should have won and we blew it, which is true. But how about we focus on the bright side <laughs> just just for a second here and say hey, we, we hung very tight and should have beat the number 23 team in the country. That's where the state of the program is. I think there's yeah. a lot of positives
0: in that. Again, though, I, I think that, A, you know, and we've talked about this all year, NC State is is just not the 23rd best team in the country. I know ranked, well, say no,
1: that, the that, say Well, no, they're not. No, no, 19, they want, 19th 19? best team, yeah. yeah. So. But yeah.
0: I think, honestly, I mean, if you watch that game, you know, at, at no point were you saying this is, you know, this is a dominant team. And, again, it wasn't, you know, obviously, again, BC's defense, played well enough uh they did a good job they you know forced mistakes but at the same time it wasn't like you know they were they were this stifling team and we were just kind of you know getting some good bounces I mean they were they played very poorly and they gave that game up a hundred times and we just couldn't grab you know we really needed to just grab like one opportunity uh we couldn't do that so that's why it's so disappointing for me I think this is a, a huge missed opportunity this would have been a humongous win um I don't know if it would have gotten us, you know, votes in some polls, but I think it would have gotten us looked at. Uh, and again, now I think we're we're you know a year away from that. Obviously, there's a ton of positives to take out of this team still. Do, but
1: do we do we win the game without if Brown stays healthy, if he stays in the game?
0: I mean, that's that's hard to say. I mean, I think so.
1: because oh, come on, our we were, we were not to move the
0: ball. Yeah, I, I think so because our office didn't move the ball when Wade get in. Wade got in, and we'll get into that. But uh, I, or, I also don't or, think that excuses. I don't think that excuses us not taking advantage of any of the opportunities that were on the table
1: do we win the game if Landry's in there? You know, I mean,
0: we were, well, that we're, one, that one's not as strong because our defense, you know, defense top, did, right? I agree. Mean, it. It the the I, I,
1: I agree. I agree. But I'm just saying here, who would have thought that, you know, looking back from last year, you know, we, we've improved, right? So everyone said we lost by margin of 200 points to ranked teams last year. Here we are playing, you know, a good NC state team that's hung tough with Clemson that's been, you know, ranked for, for all, all season long. And, you know, we played them tough and we should have won. I, that's the part I'm focusing on. I know there's stuff that, that, you know, we went for maybe an ill-devised play call on fourth down, stuff like that. You can nitpick all day. Something happened at, at the end of the first half that everyone is is, is arguing every single direction at that point that I don't understand. We can get more into that. My pooed. Um, but but let's, let's just take a step back. This team's come a long way. They're all freshmen. Our quarterback got hurt. We don't have the reigning defensive player of the year from last year. um, And we still should have won that game. So that's where my head's at. I know I'm, um, you know, I was silver spoon, you know, Matt over here, but or silver, uh, what's what's the silver lining, Matt? Silver lining, yep, silver lining, Matt. (laughs) Um, But but that's that's the part I'm I'm trying to focus on. More than a couple plays, you know, a break that could have gone here and there um, and that would have swung the game. I'm disappointed, obviously, but – Let's take a step back on the refire Daz again.
0: Well, I think the I think the frustrating part is that, you know, there was a time and a place in this season where a moral victory would have been, you know, tremendously welcomed. Uh but I think credit to this team and credit to the year that they've, you know, put together so far and, and specifically over the last month, but I, I don't really respect the moral victory anymore. Um I think what we saw over the last month gave us a higher expectation. And again, look, I, I, I agree with you. We win this game if Brown doesn't go down. But I still don't think that's necessarily an excuse for missing all of these opportunities. So I think it's just frustrating because this was a golden opportunity for us to get that bull win. And by the way, still stare, you know, uh, seven wins in the face uh, or I'm sorry, eight wins in the face. And, you know, now obviously with Wade and we'll talk about it a little bit, but uh, we're going to we're going to have to claw to seven. By the way, just a quick note. uh, I got some feedback last week. I've said obviously way too much. It's kind of my if you've noticed there's a trend over the course of this podcast where I think both you and I have kind of fallen in love with a different word, you know, every, every two my weeks word? or so. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm sure you have one. Uh, but Some, obviously Sometimes I say guy, the F word a lot. Yep, that'll do it. Obviously was the one that I got a lot of uh, a lot of heat for. So uh, I've done it a couple times so far this episode, but it's a work in progress. Again, flu game, don't blame me.
1: A um, couple, couple things here just to, and I, I don't want to give away my food, but this fan base just drives me nuts, Matt. They they, they are so uneducated, and this is kind of making me into e- our target like audience. Yeah, I don't like this, <laughs> this here. This is probably a bad way to go about it, but there's a select few people out there that, that don't know what they're talking about, and it drives me nuts. And we're saying we're playing not to win, or we're playing too conservative. If anything, it was it was the opposite, right, Matt? I mean, we, we went for it on fourth down four times. Um, you know, obviously the the game plan had to change when Brown went out, and Wade went in and that was right around the time where they realized that, um, you know, AJ Dillon is actually one of the best players in the country and they should stack the box. Um, But it's, it becomes a tough defense when they're stacking the box with their backup quarterback in there um, with Chubb coming around on the other side. So if if you try to pass it, you know, you got to get rid of it quick, which, you know, Wade obviously looked like deer in the headlights at at certain points. Um, But at the end of the day, if Brown stays in there, I think we win that game, you know, pretty handily. Right. So,
0: well, you know, I don't have any I don't necessarily have any issues with the uh, aggressiveness approach. I think. Well, uh, and I do want to touch on it. I, there was, I think, a lot of stupidity in, in some of the decisions. But at no point was, you know, as watching that, was I saying, all right, you know, they're just turtling or they're just trying to get into the half. I think that, you know, the specific obviously one uh, went obvious again. God damn it. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm actually now <laughs> starting to know. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, <laughs> the, the biggest one was certainly the final drive in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, they, they tried to be aggressive and they threw it three or four times, whatever. I don't know if they went four downs yeah. or they punched it, but, no, but did. at the yeah, same did. time, why are we not, why do we not have the, again, as you said, the best player on the field, you know, he's got to be in the game they couldn't run there. the
1: football because that's when they started to shut it down, Matt. And if you look at the, the, you know, the drives in the second half, it was, it was, you know, Dylan where he had been getting, you know, five to 10 yards of carry, he was down to you know, two yards of carry, or getting stuffed or, you know, getting a four yard loss. They had to pass the football. There was only three minutes left to go. Should he have been out there for a play? Yeah, I guess. Um, but you know, he obviously hasn't shown that he can catch the football. So, um, you know, maybe you throw Levy out there, right. Cause I don't want Hillman out there anymore, but you throw Levy out there, maybe do a screen to him. I'm, I'm okay with that. But I think at that point in the game, they had to start tossing the ball around. They're not, you're not going to get in a field goal range. Um, you know, running up the middle and and no, stuff. No, no, so they had to do middle, something. But,
0: but the and, and that's been a frustrating thing as well with the game plan up the middle. Just and I don't know if it's just the running backs we have or, or what the line's doing or whatever. Up the middle running has just
1: not worked all year. When we go outside, that's going we get you, yeah. But you can't throw that up the out the window, Matt. I mean, no, you got to, you to you ex- keep the defense off. Yeah, honest. but
0: it, that's fine. I mean, if if you want to run. You know, outside the tackles and then throw. That's a that's a good balance. Uh, the other thing that frustrated me was why the game plan with Wade this game was so different than the game plan that worked with him against Louisville. Um, I don't know if he just you know kind of kind of. Froze. Louisville's
1: defense is garbage, and NC but the game plan was completely defenses. different
0: against Louisville. He was doing these he was doing these quick you know. Uh you know, two step rollouts and hitting Sweeney for five yards. And that just that worked. And yeah, obviously Louisville's got a bad defense, but they didn't try that. Instead, he sat in the pocket for 10 seconds until Chubb came on his blind side every other snap and, and yeah. you know he avoided a broken ankle, I'm sure, you know, ten times that game. So <laughs> that was a little frustrating to me. Uh you know where his his strengths and more importantly his weaknesses are. Uh, and I think that that the game plan there was not well adjusted, you know, as as well as I think it as it probably should have been. So that was frustrating to watch too. You know, it did feel like Kind of VC of old there, where they got the ball and you just didn't really have you know much much hope. Uh, oh only, no,
1: I I knew they were toast. Right, I mean, and their only score when They got three in three was minutes. after the
0: was after the what was it uh, I think the Schwab pick. Um, no, it was
1: the uh, the the beat the backwards pass. Oh right, right, right,
0: right, Which is again another idiotic play, but at least that wasn't that wasn't on us. But yeah, I mean I think <laughs> I think the play calling with, with Wade was frustrating. You
1: gotta blame that on
0: Dass too. No, it wasn't. Take it easy. Uh, you know the three lost field goals. We'll say uh, with the bad snap that was that was too bad. Um, and then I, I, I strongly disagree, obviously, with that. This obvious thing is going to murder me, by the way. Uh, I strongly disagree with the fourth down play call on Wade's first snap. We, I,
1: you, want, you want to talk about that right now, Matt?
0: It, that was Again, it, that, first of all, you can't run the play that worked against this exact same team two years in a row. That's just not how football works, number one. Number two, again, we have the best running back in the country. And at that yeah. point, the run was still working just fine. So at least why not have... You know Dylan in there to make a decision. Hillman stinks, or kick the seventeen-yard field goal and and get the three points. That would take us to overtime.
1: Okay. Monday morning court, you can Monday morning quarterback the shit out of that. Obviously, you can't agree with that call. You can't
0: agree with that call. You can agree with going for fourth down, but you cannot agree with that play call.
1: I, Matt, and I'll tell you what I I can actually agree with it, and here's why. Wade came in. Everyone in the world knew that it was going to be a run up the middle with Dylan. You can't do that because they they have a very they have a great front seven, Matt. That would have been stuffed nine times out of ten could you kick it there? Yeah, that would have been, that would have been fine. But also, you know, we're playing NC state, we're driving down the field. Let's get a, let's get a, let's get a touchdown, Matt. That play should have worked. The, the NC state, you know, obviously read it very well, but I, I think you had to do something other than running up the middle. And, and by the way, I mean, Wade obviously couldn't complete anything else. So you had to do something different. I actually liked the play call. If it worked, it would have been awesome. Um, and it's also not, Maybe that was Adazio, but let's, let's think about who's calling the place. Adazio does not call the place. Yeah, this that was a lot. He admitted in the press conference yeah, was, that that, that was it. It was his call. And maybe that's yeah. him covering for. No, it's not. That was, that yeah, was not. Tim Tebow jumped past yeah, exactly. Adazio and Oliver. But yes. overall, let's, let's just remind ourselves who's calling the play. Adazio was a, is a, not, a, not a micromanager it's Lawler that's you know designing the game plans for these quarterbacks or at least executing the game plans well i just um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
0: disagree with the micromanage i think except for the last month i think he's uh been pretty hands-on but that's he, another we not never, gonna he's never called
1: he's never called a play in his life he's he's responsible for the, the macro view calling the timeouts that type oh, of stuff time management god help us all listen it's 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 lawful's call and i agree they should have you know, obviously, you know, ha- had more protection to, to Wade's blind side specifically. Uh, I thought they, they did a bad job there. But it's, it's hard to it's hard to prepare for losing your, your starting quarterback. Obviously, we're seeing that Florida State, all hell breaks loose when you, when you lose your, your starting guy. I thought they, they still hung, on, hung in there. Specifically, the defense played great. Um, and they lost a winnable game, that, and it sucks. But kudos to them for, for being in it to begin with and staying in it against a very good NC State team.
0: Well, I, I certainly don't think you and I are going to uh, see completely eye-to-eye eye here. So I think uh, we can Matt, probably what ju- wrap up. What,
1: what if the jump pass worked, though? It, and you, it, everyone, you know, he'd be coach of the year. Yeah, it, it would have been. But the odds of that
0: working were, were I would say, certainly not in uh, the favor of us. So that's the problem there. Yeah, if it worked, it would have been incredible. If they ran a fake field goal, if, if the bad snap was intentional and in that, in that worked, that would have been awesome, too. But these things are just not how... The real world works. Uh, the, the the disappointing part here is again, I think coming into this, we were uh, staring nine wins with the bowl win squarely in the face. The trip to Nashville or some other top tier bowl. Uh, the unfortunate reality again with Wade is that six and six is now uh, very much back in the picture. Obviously, you know with that final game up in Cuse, if they have bowl eligibility on the line, that does not make me feel all too comforting. So. Uh, that's really frustrating. I think. Now
1: the game doesn't matter. We're gonna we're gonna blow Q's out because now it doesn't. I think
0: it, well it does matter because it's gonna be the it's basically gonna be a playing game for the pinstripe bowl if if if, if Q's Yeah, goes, that's a good point. That's a good point. If we have the same record as Q's, I mean they're gonna get picked a thousand times out of a thousand over us. So especially with us going two years ago and them being you know such a big such a big footprint here. So uh, disappointing all around. You know I think I'm I'm happy that we have UConn this week and and we'll get into that in a minute. That's definitely a good uh, bounce back game, but uh, definitely too bad and left a bad taste uh, in all of our mouths for the past five days or so.
1: All right. That's, uh, that's probably enough NC state for, for 2017. We'll, we'll see you guys next year. Um, my dude of the week, um, is going to be God specifically the, the special teams, gods, Matt, um, for giving Dave Dorn, uh, just the taste of his own medicine yeah, he um, on the special that. teams. He handled that whole, it was a delay of game. I think every single time they, they tried to, uh, attempt to kick uh, a field goal, um, Daz was obviously you know playing around with the kicker icing him three straight times. that was awesome It, it was I awesome It did not that. work but
0: I, I did I did enjoy it the bar was I'm, i haven 't heard it as loud as uh, I heard it when he called that third straight time out, and the guy made it again that time uh if you were if you were to end up missing that on his fourth try, that would have been probably an all
1: time moment it was just it was just poetic because everyone knows i mean if you know anything about n c state and or about anything, you know that Dave Dorn is just an awful human being. He's a terrible guy. And it was great to see, you know, special teams are kind of like the, you know, anything can happen, karma type of of unit. So to see that things were going, especially in the first half, things were going as badly for Dave Dorn as they were, um, that just put a smile on my face, Matt.
0: Hey, just to play a little devil's advocate here, if uh, special teams are kind of where karma comes into play, what happened on that uh, last snap
1: to Jeff Smith there? Yeah, and so so that's what goes around comes around. Thanks sort of God. Thing. Thanks for nothing, God. <laughs> they they give it and they and they take it away there, Matt. I guess so. Uh,
0: my dude of the week is switching gears from basketball, or uh, I'm sorry, from football over to basketball. My dude of the week is going to be Teddy Hawkins. Uh, he is our fifth year grad transfer this year, and so far through the first three games, as I'll get into in a minute, uh, he's been you know pretty much lights out. Single handedly led a huge, not a huge comeback, but a comeback last night to run away with. Uh, you know a 25 point win. We've had a few fifth years over the past uh, I want to say three years. One of them was horrible. Eli Carter was terrible. He was you know supposed to be so good. Tavy last year was was fine. Um, but Teddy Hawkins actually seems like a difference maker. That was kind of what he was touted as when when we got him. So definitely happy to have him. Uh, very fortunate to have you know some experience, size, um, you know on our on our sidelines. Uh, so hopefully he leads to a more successful year throughout the course
1: of the season. Well, I, I would say it's already more successful because we haven't lost to um, the likes of Hartford. Yes, that is true. Um, and who else did we lose? to? We today? had our, no, our 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 season opening loss last year was in the
0: same end as the Florida State game. It was the worst and it. it was it was maybe was the worst that? loss. I am not going to know it off the top of my head, but
1: it was uh, LSU it, State Southern I'll,
0: Southeastern. I'll, I'll pull it up here. Hang on, give me a second. Oh, Nichols State.
1: That's right, Nichols State.
0: Yeah, it was Nichols State, and then they lost to uh, they lost to Sacred Heart, I think. Um, although this Google schedule they, really they lost
1: they lost to both teams. Yeah, they lost so most. Yeah, they lost to Richmond. So again, I mean,
0: you know, with a, a convincing twenty-five point win over uh, or whatever the number was, it was around twenty-five points last night uh, over Sacred Heart. It's definitely a, a step in the right direction, and three and zero feels good. I think that's yeah, nice. Yeah, and,
1: and yeah, go ahead. So, so anytime your best player can go one for fourteen um, from the floor, that's always you know great against Sacred Heart. Looking forward to what uh, looking forward to what Jerome Robinson could do um, against the likes of Duke and and the rest of the ACC. Your, your negativity here is
0: is really quite something. I know this is all a defense mechanism for Daz because you don't want that, you don't want football to be kind of the laughing stock of, of Boston College. But uh, just enjoy this one for a minute, man. I mean, we were three and zero for the first time in God knows how long. Robinson didn't have a, a great game, but the team still won by twenty five points. That's something to celebrate.
1: All right, it's sacred heart, pal. Let's uh, let's pump the brakes just a little bit here. Um, Okay, that's that's enough basketball talk. Well, well don't spoil stuff. it.
0: No, I got a little more coming, so you can uh, you can jump into your dude pood, and then I'll I'll keep rolling.
1: All right, um, I already kind of gave away my pood here, Matt, but it's just uh, just how how, and I don't want to use the word stupid, but just how infuriating um, BC fans are. Uh, Do, specific, again, I don't like
0: you painting with a broad brush here. I think that's uh, specifically I think that's not fair when you're when you're on the uh, you're you're so much on the offensive here. You're the you're playing kind
1: of the opposite card. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm the stupid one. I don't yeah, think that's maybe, true, though, Matt. Maybe. I think it's, and I have a theory, I think it's, it's all these BC fans that were off the bandwagon, then we won three in a row, and then we beat Florida State. Now everyone's back on the bandwagon. And they forgot that everyone else actually likes Daz now, so we're still going to hate on Daz. Specifically, um, BC fake Baldwin, who was, if you guys remember, he's the petition guy who, who Allegedly. You know, who had the, yeah, Allegedly. I, Matt, I'm pretty sure, based on his responses, that that was the same guy. Um, but basically, we got in a, a pretty a pretty heated Twitter fight with uh, with Fake Baldwin, which is just a, a wild thing to to think about. But um, basically, he was just rooting against the hometown Eagles, which you hate to see that, right? I mean, let's let's get even though I just did that against against the basketball Yeah, you team, did. I mean, get out but, of here. Yeah, <laughs> talk about both <laughs> sides of your mouth. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I mean, he he was he was rooting hard against against the guys, and um, I sort of laid out all the reasons. He was, he was, he was asking, you know, what is Dazio, Dazio Donda, you know, not get fired. And I laid all the reasons out and how dumb it would be to fire him, which everyone agrees with at this point, except for a select few. Yeah. Um, at was proud of that game. You're a little, people, again, I
0: think you're, you're definitely a little bit more biased here than the rest. So, so careful with the everyone, uh, but, but keep yeah, going. Was,
1: was everyone not fully on board? Was 90% of the fan base not fully on board after the, th- the three-game win streak?
0: I think I think the important thing to say there would be that if it continued to look the way it looked. I think obviously well, – They're not
1: going to win every single game. Man, no, I, mean, I get
0: that. I get that. But if he went out and, and reverted back to what we saw kind of at the start of the year and lost his final three games, I think a lot of people would feel differently if we finished at uh, you know five and seven. Rather than you know what we all thought could have been you know an eight and four year.
1: So anyway, Fake Baldwin you know gave us a bunch of BS about um, how he's had enough time and how even though we have the best player in the country in AJ Dillon um, as a freshman and he's probably going to transfer if Daz leaves, we should still fire Daz and start over and hire someone else. So um, that's my pood. It's really put me in a dark place. Um, I will also
0: say I, I, I think that I think that you're definitely a little high on the uh, transfer train if a coach leaves. Obviously, yeah, there's yeah, a chance. There's that, obviously a smoking chance. Gun. Of it. It's there's like a chance of it. Guns. There's a chance of it, but it's again. There's a reason that when coaches get fired or leave, you know, the entire you know, 53-man roster doesn't pack up and, and leave campus the next day.
1: Well, a lot of the good ones do because they'll offer offers elsewhere, and he'll have, he can go anywhere in the country, obviously, right? Michigan will be like, yeah, sorry, uh, we said you couldn't be a running back. You can be a running back. Sorry about that. Um, so anyway, just saying. Uh, why don't you go? That was my pood, but what, what do you got?
0: Yeah, so I'll do I'll do mine back to back here because they're related. So our pood is is us. Uh, we did not mention BC basketball starting last week. That's just like a really bad job. Uh, Who is you?
1: they played, they played Maine. Sorry. Yeah. But I think the season starts is still
0: worth, it's still worth discussing here. Again, I know you're, you're so anti, uh, BC basketball. The only <laughs> this team is going to get hate old more, pretty quick. The only it? team you hate more is BC baseball for some reason, but, uh, BC basketball, you're also equally negative on, uh, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but love the, yeah. love
1: the hockey team though.
0: Yeah, I guess I you like get that I like the good you.
1: teams, Matt. I like hockey. I like, you have legends like Coach York and, and Coach Adazio. I like hockey and football. Oh, you're, oh, you're going to
0: put Adazio <laughs> the same class as York? Okay, just glad we're glad we're uh, we are dealing with here. Um, so yeah, bad job by us not mentioning basketball in, in the uh, kind of first week leading up to leading up to the year here. At least just kind of giving the guys a quick shout out. Uh, other pood here is us thinking that Wade was a good quarterback at the start of the year. Uh, that that just looks stupider and stupider by the minute. That's that's really all I have to say there. Uh, well,
1: Matt, if you remember the spring game, he looked so good in the spring game. Um, he yeah, how did, very, that, how, did he that, looked, how did that work out? He looked very good in mop-up duty, too. This was his first bad game, and it was very bad. Um, we don't know why, but I agree. If you, if you have the same game plan that, that you did against Louisville, I mean, I'm not worried about UConn, and more, more on that later, but there's no way. I mean, I could go in there and play quarterback. Oh, and we'd I, I agree, UConn, right? Right, but you're so, not a good
0: quarterback. So, so neither is he. And that's all. I'm, just a I, I'm not He's a bad
1: quarterback. quarterback. I threw a lot of picks, like you, I of threw picks. a lot of picks. Yep. Um, but I wasn't a bad quarter. I was, I was a game manager, Matt. But I threw a lot of picks too, which is yeah, that's the game
0: manager. Yep. That's not good. Um, <laughs> you're right. My, my dude, keeping it rolling on the basketball would just be again BC basketball Jeez, in general. No one cares, this cares, is it. This Matt. is it. I care. I know you don't care, but but I care. Maybe people don't care about all the adazio love that you have, but I'm not going to call you out for that. Uh, that's a good
1: point that's probably
0: BC, true <laughs> bc basketball again starting up 3-0 uh three convincing wins yeah not against anyone great but these are games that uh i think really over the past you know probably since reggie jackson are games that we kind of claw through if not lose uh this is really the first time in a long time that we've come out and and you know had three consecutive convincing 20 point wins gotten the walk on some some mop-up duty so that's a nice uh a nice feeling it, it's it's a much different look than than what we're used to so Hopefully, we're about to turn a corner here. Uh, you know, it won't take a, a whole lot to see some significant progress. So, when, my, my first hope is real game season play. Uh, real game. I think we play. I think we play Providence in the pre, in the uh, pre ACC season, but we played Duke pretty early this year. Uh,
1: we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk more basketball once they, they play a non high school team. Matt. Okay, Matt.
0: Um, okay, looking forward to that. <laughs> they play. They it. play
1: Providence. They play Providence in ten days, and they got play it.
0: Texas Tech this week.
1: Okay. All right. We'll play Texas I'll be Tech on, on Saturday If they so. beat Texas Tech, and I don't know how good they are, but if they beat Texas Tech, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, Yeah, next in, week's in, in,
0: in the next 10 days, we've got Texas Tech, Providence, Nebraska, and then Duke on December 9th. So we got, we got some good stuff coming down the pipeline.
1: Providence, huh? What are you guys selling? Cannolis or something? Yep. There you go. Uh, that's, all right. That's, let's, that's from the departed. Yeah. It uh, is. When you get your, hey, you got your dude, right? Yeah. Can I do my dude? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. My dude, let me pull it up. Oh, uh, so we're, we're just kind of switching gears to Yukon here. Um, this season has been so stressful. Every game, this is kind of a vacation week. I know we had to buy recently, but this is like a real, there's a BC game, but it's still kind of like a vacation because there's absolutely no way we lose to UConn. I'm going to jinx it, but I, I'm just not just let me finish. I'm, I'm so much looking forward to Saturday. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a social event and who cares about the game because we're going to win by a million and it's just going to be a, a fun day at yard house, fun day at the stadium, you know, Take me out to the ballpark. It's gonna be great, Matt. So that's my dude. I'm looking forward to having a nice relaxing Saturday. Not worried about this, football, just watching. Yeah,
0: and and I don't wanna to spoil too much cut talk because I, I you know ultimately agree with with everything you're saying here. But there is a very small part of my brain, probably less than one percent, that is scared to death of, of a game like this and how embarrassing it would be. And the only reason I'm scared is because again, Brown is is hurt. Uh, and the potential for bad weather is, is somewhat of, a, of an equalizer. So there is a, there is a universe in which we could possibly lose, and that would be that would be just about as, as bad as, as anything I've had to experience as a BC fan.
1: I'll, I'll put my money where my mouth is here. If we lose to UConn on Saturday, Dad should be fired on the spot. Wow. He, shouldn't, he shouldn't be allowed back on the bus. He that's something. First. That, yeah. that, is, that is something. That's how word, not worried I am All right. about, about the game on Saturday. So that's my dude. Just looking forward to just an a A.J. Dillon fest. Haven't seen, seen Connecticut's finest, friends. by the way.
0: Connecticut's finest running all over his uh, his home state team. I'm looking forward to that too as a
1: Connecticut And guy. and by the way, Adazio, also Connecticut guy. A lot of roots mm-hmm. in, the, in in Connecticut. So uh no chance they lose. Just just should be a great day Saturday. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think with that let's let's get into UConn talk. I'll start it off with the fun fact because I'm not gonna steal yours this week. Uh, fun fact, again, I'm a Connecticut guy, got to love in-state tuition. If I decided to go to UConn instead of BC, I would have saved my parents over $200,000 uh, over the course of four years. So sorry, mom and dad. Uh, I know you guys listen sometimes. I'll take you out to dinner or something sometime to make up for that $200,000 that uh, you guys could have saved. So I appreciate it.
1: Well, well, if you think about the investment side of it, you probably would have broken even you know, because he would be unemployed and probably working at, I don't know what, UConn grads don't, do. Matt, don't you but.
0: dare, don't you dare hate on Hartford and all the jobs in the insurance industry and in the insurance city. I will, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll let you say a lot of things. I will not let you besmirch Hartford on this podcast. So,
1: so, Matt is a closet UConn fan, which puts him in a tough spot as far as rooting interests go this weekend. Um, that's fake so news, that's, but yeah, that's, keep going. that's my fun fact. Um, another fun fact is the university. And for anyone that knows Mudstock, this is uh, an interesting copycat situation. The university hosts the largest mud volleyball tournament in the nation called OOZE Ball, O O Z E Ball, that draws thousands of people every year. Yeah, thousands of, of students that enter. I don't think there's spectators. Many, no, it's but, just students. It's just. Students. Anyway, it's, yep. it's, a, it's a direct ripoff of, of BC's Mudstock. Well, I'm going to
0: disagree the, with you there, but I like where your head's at.
1: What's how? Just how's
0: that? What do you mean? I mean, I think theirs has been a lo- around for uh, for a much longer time. I think we just have a mud volleyball tournament. I think I think ours has probably come a little late. No, why
1: don't you see if you can? Let me give the university a call. See if you can retroactively transfer to UConn. Just go there, and then we never would have met. And that sure. No, nice. we wouldn't be lot wasting lot of my time talking UConn on a podcast like. with you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Any other fun um, facts? No, that 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 was my one. Um, by the way, BC was founded in 1863. UConn was founded in. Do you know? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know? I don't know. But I'm going to
0: wager to guess that we were playing mud I'm in 1863.
1: I think we were doing it before UConn. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, disagree, but okay. All right. That is, that is the fun facts. Uh, Those are fun. We will jump into the UConn alumni now. Matt, why don't you kick it off?
0: Sure. So I'll go with the biggest name here by far. Uh, Meg Ryan, first overall pick. Uh, I would say definitely the biggest all-time celebrity coming out of, coming out of UConn. Uh, haven' hasn't haven 't seen her in a movie in many years, but of course she was uh, famous for many of her performances in the 90s I feel like every movie Tom Hanks was in the nineties she uh, also got to play a role in so shout out Meg Ryan
1: Matt had the misfortune of of catching you got mail once yep um talk about just the worst movie ever you get the it''s, it's they they write emails to each other but they don 't know who they are and they talk in their head in like that that over overtoned voice whatever like the whatever it 's called you got but mail well that too, Is that what you're talking oh, okay no it's like they're they're thinking well they're typing it out but they're also saying it out loud you gotta watch the movie it's just it's it's the worst movie ever i don't understand it other than they're emailing a lot they don't like each other but at the end i think they do like each other and that
0: it's by the way that is
1: tom hanks so there you go that's what i'm exactly i don't know what else Meg ryan's in maybe sleepless in seattle, sleepless in that seattle. Other one? yep also right. tom hanks those and are the two actually that I knew. Those,
0: are those are those sequels anyone know I don't know. Sound uh, off. Sound off in the comments. Uh, <laughs> what is the one of those movies Goo Dolls does a lot of the soundtracks for? And I don't know if it's. I'm not sure which one that is. So.
1: Um. Okay. Yeah. You, know you oh, keep going? yeah. It's not You Got Mail. I don't think. Is it Sleepless in Seattle? I feel like I it's a know. '90s
0: movie that I think Tom Hanks and/or Meg Ryan is in.
1: Matt, we're gonna keep going here. You should keep rolling. Yep, um, let's
0: keep rolling.
1: I'm gonna go with uh, in my two hole here. I will go with. Uh, let's see bob's discount furniture guy yeah love bob so i mean if, if you're from new england i think it's new england right it's new england new york
0: too i see it in new york all the time now i don't those, know if you have New jersey but yeah
1: no i haven't i don't think i've seen those, big those commercials new york. Are, yep. are, are i think they're actually pretty funny you got the little bob sometimes he's animated um but obviously you know he's done pretty good for himself building that uh that furniture empire great stores Flash. great yeah, stores I, by the way yeah, yeah keep telling if you're going to get on that no, Matt. Why don't you participate
0: here? Well, you know I'm a Connecticut guy, and I, obviously I know he's in Mass too. But yeah, they have mini golf, they have free candy, uh, just a great time if you have to go furniture shopping. Oh, yeah, a, they, uh, they a, have yeah. the IMAX theater. The IMAX? Right? No, that's Jordan's.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Which is better, yep. Jordan's is Jordan's is like the yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is, is okay, the okay. is the slightly richer Bob's.
1: Because I was gonna say, if you've been in New Haven, there's like this rock climbing wall.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Jordan's. That's
1: that's a Jordan's furniture Jordan's. So, Love Jordan's. Um, yeah, Jordan. I don't know where he went. Probably. I don't know, man. He's got a ponytail. Uh, probably be you. <laughs> that was funny, man. Thanks. Uh, in my three hole here, I'm going to go with Kevin McDonald, who is probably the opposite of Bob. Bob's just kind of this fun, love, and furniture guy. Kevin McDonald um, is a psychology professor um, who recently published a trilogy that proves that Jews are genetically driven to destroy Western societies. Yikes. So that's, that's the type of uh, human being that UConn is spitting out. That is not good. That's a bad look for the Huskies. Yeah. Was he a recent yeah. alumnus? Um, I think he was from the 70s, but he's like one of those like, alt-right Nazi kind of guys. Sure. So, All um, right. Well, I guess
0: I'm glad I spent the extra two hundred K to not uh, matriculate at the same
1: university as that guy. There you go. And and BC, by the way, I mean, it's not a it's not like a Jew, a Jew fest. Can I say Jew fest? Yeah, whatever. You know, but, you know, we're we're certainly a little more friendly than that. So definitely.
0: Um, All right. We'll get off that and we'll move to my (laughs) to my uh, fourth pick. I'm going to go Bobby Moynihan, uh, the SNL uh, cast member. He's been on the show for a really long time. I think he might have been one of the longest running behind Keenan. Most notable probably for Drunk Uncle. I think that's probably his most recognizable skit. Just a very funny guy. I will say it's, he's, he's slightly advantaged because of the fact that he is overweight. I think fat people are just always going to be funnier than, than not fat people. Obviously, Chris Farley is a great example of that, uh, as well as a, a whole host of others. But Bobby Moynihan is, is one of the favorites uh, of this generation for me.
1: He was on my list because um, I thought he was the guy from the internship, the guy that works at Google and has the headphones. No, that's, nope, that's not guy. him. Yep, Different, different guy. guy. So also he, a cross- Josh Gad, also a fat Exactly. Funny I crossed yep. him off my list after that. Okay, that makes
0: sense. Uh, and I got one more, right? All right. So I and and you know that my rule here is I normally don't like to go uh, with football alumni, but I have to give a little love to Dan Orlovsky, Uh, former UConn. Great. Former NFL backup. Great. Uh, Most notable for two things. One, he got UConn their first ever bowl win. It was actually the Motor City Bowl in Detroit over Toledo. I want to say that's going off memory. Uh, Good job by me. Again, I grew up a UConn fan in UConn country, Uh, but I would say throughout the rest of the world, he is much more known as the quarterback who stepped out of the back of the end zone while, uh, scrambling. Yes. That's as a, how I as know. A Lions player against the Vikings. Just an all time, all time, all time bad quarterback play there. Uh so he will always have a have a space in the backup quarterback hall of fame.
1: He he is one of the ultimate Lions, I would say, from oh, that, completely. that stretch of time where they just couldn't win a single game. So um yeah, that's that's a good one there, Matt. Um in my six hole, I'm gonna go with uh a guy by the name of Charlie Villanueva. Okay. Who uh obviously was was a basketball player, but more importantly he's he has not a single follicle of hair on his body. True. Um, just a scary, scary guy. Um, he also, Matt, he also has three brothers. They're all named Roberto. Okay. So, and so his brothers' Roberto out. exactly. Yeah, probably because he had probably because he had no hair. Yep. Um, that could that, that could do it. Kevin Garnett um, once called him a cancer to the league, not a cancer patient. He allegedly, him a cancer allegedly to the league and to society. So, yeah, it depends can, who you. Can, depends who you believe there, but okay. Hey, Fair fell, I think that's okay to say. Uh, you know, so kudos to KG there. That's just some good old fashioned trash talk. Maybe there, maybe a little over
0: the line, but all right, we'll go with it. Uh, and then the other honorable mention here, you got to give some some love to George Springer. Uh, did he he won MVP? Right? Uh, Man,
1: I, I don't know. I think he won a World I, I Series MVP, not regular season, but
0: yeah, I think he won World Series MVP. Uh, a UConn baseball graduate. They've got a couple good uh, a couple good professional uh, baseball players. Matt Barnes, relief pitcher Awful, for the Sox, Eric. actually stinks, but. Uh, awful haircut a on springer. The league yeah but he's not a bad looking guy overall
1: yeah it's a bad haircut Matt. haircut okay. well again, as it's baseball a baseball player words. yeah but as a
0: baseball player you don't see that often you know if you're a yeah, basketball exactly player you can't get away with that but
1: but that's what happened. you take off the the you take off the biscuit and you see you see the hair like that and it's just it, i don't know it really freaked me out the first time i saw it maybe it's he's just my, no it's like it's meant that it's meant to be like that okay. he's, it's like he's from the jersey shore um okay. so uh Tough. that's my that's talking talking george springer all right um What's what's next, Matt?
0: Let's do some uh, let's do some tailgate ability rankings.
1: OK, but it's
0: actually RV rankings, right? N- oh, shoot. Travel ability rankings. Good well, it's point. it's, it's the whole, an the whole game. Yeah, the
1: whole, the whole <laughs> Boston
0: uh, fact is getting a little confusing here. But OK, so, travel ability so, rankings.
1: And, and the way this works is would how many RVs would you want to take to Fenway Park? Out of five. Out of five. And, and you, you can do you partial traffic. Argues. Yeah. You're thinking traffic, you're thinking maybe not a great tailgating scene. Um, you know, aren't a lot of grass around, you know, Fenway. Um, except in the outfield. Yeah, exactly. Um Matt, let me just let me just say it's out of five. Yeah, it's out of five, yep. I'm gonna give it a four point seven. Okay. Um I've just I, I said it earlier, but you know, this this game's obviously been, you know, crossed on my crossed, crossed uh what's how do you say that? Crossed on my calendar? That? Circled.
0: I think circled on circled my calendar. The yeah, cross is the opposite.
1: For. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's been circled for a while. Um you know, last or two years ago, I guess at this point, we just had a great time at Yard House for the day. Um, watched un- a very surprising um, BC near, nearly pulled it out against Notre Dame out of nowhere, which would have been awesome. But you know, very entertaining game. But just a great day at Yard House. You know, spent probably nine hours there, and um, again, just just some, a of, great us, time. some of us. Everyone's, had too much fun. yeah, yeah. Is that you? Is that you, Ruby? Uh, I think it was probably all of us, but uh, yeah, I'm I, kind I, of referring to myself here. Yeah, all right. Yeah, um, I did too. Also, but. Yeah. Uh, you see a you know, ton, of, ton of old friends and just a, just a great day. So um, Fenway Park is obviously the, uh, you know, that, it, that is Boston. Haven't been to Boston in a minute, man. I, I don't know if you have either. Probably since, uh, I guess yeah, it's Notre Dame, Notre right? Dame,
0: Notre Dame would have been it. Yeah, so, yeah,
1: so we're, we're overdue for, for a visit. So I got 4.7. You want right, to I, like about that. That. I
0: like that score. So I'm, I'm very excited for this as well. I have this at 4.2, uh, which is still a very high score. I'll say I'm a little bit disappointed because obviously when this game was, was originally scheduled, it was, it was supposed to be at Wrenchler. Uh, in East Hartford, Connecticut, which is just about ten minutes from uh, you know where I grew up, and, you know where my parents' house still is. Uh, so I was very excited for a few reasons. One, it was kind of kind of be the home base for you know our, our group at BC 2013. We were going to have you know some some friends staying at the house and then shooting over to the uh, to the tailgate lot, potentially getting getting one of our sponsors to kind of hook us up with a tailgate or, or maybe a box or something like that. Uh, we obviously have a lot of Hartford money in this podcast, so good job by us. But but that's not to be so. Uh, definitely a little disappointed there, but overall still high score. It will be a, a lot of fun. The weather is every minute I check, it's getting a little bit better. Uh, it's slowly pushing off. So I'm thinking we should be dry for at least most of the game. Now our seats are under the overhang, which is, which is fortunate, but uh, 4.2, it's, it's definitely going to be an awesome day.
1: I agree a hundred percent with that. Uh, Matt, I, I didn't do any research as far as, as far as Yukon football goes. Here's what I know. I know that we weren't that great last year and we beat them by a million. When we shoot it? we shut them out, right? 30 to nothing. 30 to nothing. Yep. So if you extrapolate that with this year's team, I, I don't want to give away my score prediction just yet, but um, I don't think this game's ever in question. I think we give it to it, it, It's, it's, it's like central Michigan. If central Michigan. Um, if like you cut off the legs of, of all their players, yep. UConn, it stinks so bad. They gave up 70 points to Memphis. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't really have much else in, in the way of X's and O's here, Matt. We should win this game by a million. I'm not worried about about anything they can do on offense or defense.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty much right there with you. Uh, again, obviously 30 nothing last year. Shout out to Patrick Tolles, uh, former guest and huge fan of our Twitter game, by the way. Just an awesome guy. Uh, anyways, Randy Edsel, former neighbor, now the head coach, back at UConn again. Uh, I think that he ultimately will be a good hire, um, but... He certainly, I don't think, has the team where, where they should be yet. Vegas has I missed, this. I
1: miss Tiako. Diaco was Diaco Diaco. a character. Yeah,
0: I would love to have a BC UConn rivalry, trophy, like the civil conflict. Uh, but I guess we'll we'll never have that pleasure in our lives. Uh, in our lives, but uh, Vegas has this as a twenty-two point favorite, which is just crazy high for, again, quite frankly, a team without a starting quarterback uh, who didn't look awesome the week before. So you got to follow the money. If they have us at twenty-two points, they know that UConn is is just so bad. Uh, I think Dylan, Remember, the Connecticut boy, runs for ten thousand yards, and and you know it's really never in
1: doubt. Uh, was it was Wade starting when we beat Howard by seventy six? Uh, I believe he would have been right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, it so, must, must so been Wade. That's. I think that's my. I think it's seventy six to nothing. I think that's the format. Okay. All right. Not, not actually. I, th- I think. It, I think it's going to be. I don't have a score ready, Matt. Why don't you, do you give, give me yours first so I sure. can adjust mine as necessary. Yeah, so,
0: so the other thing I'll say is that we're on somewhat of a quarterback watch. Obviously, we have Wade uh, getting the ball. Oh, right Jeff out of the Smith, gate. by the way. Well, I, uh, I think I think Jeff Smith should be the backup, but right now it's EJ Perry, the freshman, who. Let me just say, EJ Perry uh, should be a black guy. Like I thought for sure that he was a dual threat <laughs> quarterback every Wait, single time his name was brought what? up.
1: What if you add in the fourth? E.J. Perry, the fourth? Yeah,
0: that hurts a that, little bit. That,
1: that wipes him up a little bit, right? Yeah, that
0: does. That does. That's true. But I, I read this all week being like, oh, we just have, you know, basically like a, another dual-threat quarterback. H- how, about, sure. how about
1: when you realize he's from Andover, Massachusetts?
0: I did not realize that either, so shout out to you. Really? Uh, you kidding? No, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, uh, that's that's. i our third. I, mean,
0: I don't really pay attention to, like, our third-string recruits. I also don't care about John Fadul, who's now out for the year either. But uh, anyways, I would like to see Jeff Smith be the be the backup and just run the Tyler Murphy offense, but... Uh, if it's Perry, it's Perry, and you know, whatever, get a little more exper- uh, experience under his belt. Prediction time, I think Dylan runs all over them. Uh, I, I really don't think they can do much in the way of stopping us or scoring on us. They obviously couldn't last year. I'm going to go uh, 42 to 7. I think we score more than we did last year, and I think we just kind of let the reins off a little bit at the end, and they happen to grab, grab seven points. 42 to 7, feel pretty confident about that 35 point win, uh, comfortably covering the spread, and, and we all go home happy.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's good. I think they're pissed off, Matt. I, th- I think they'll, they'll run up the score, um, and I think we have even our backups are are actually pretty good. There's a deeper. I'm talking purely offense because I don't think UConn has, has much in the way of offense. So uh, I, I think that you know we could probably get into the 50s on them. I'm gonna say 52 to six is my guess. I, th- I, love I think it. everyone's everyone's fired up, and and but we're we're on the same wavelength. It's gonna be a lot to a little. Um, shout out EJ Perry by the way, end over high guy. Uh, hopefully we don't see him yet. Uh, I don't want to burn his redshirt just, just yet. Uh, hopefully that, you know, Wade between Wade and Smith, they should be able to carry the load. Smith, by the way, has a perfect QBR, I believe still,
0: right. Uh, that, that sounds about right to me. And he's got, he's
1: got three touchdowns or something. I don't know the actual stats, but, uh, I think he can do a lot of damage against a team like this, maybe bring back Flutie. I don't know, Matt, but, um, you know, between Wade and, uh, and Smith, they shouldn't have any issues and should be able to treat it Kind of like a gear-up game for uh, for Syracuse, hopefully. So, um, But it'll be a fun day in, uh, in BC by a billion.
0: Yeah, I feel good about that. Uh, thanks again for listening. Another fun episode. Uh, not sure what we're going to do next week at with the, with the holiday, but we'll, uh, we'll keep you posted if we end up recording or not. Uh, but but if, if we don't, we're going to make sure to get all of our alumni out on Twitter and Instagram, so be sure to follow us there. If you're in Boston for the game on Saturday, uh, swing by Yardhouse. We'll definitely have a, a big 2013 contingent there. Uh, plenty of maroon and gold all day so it should be an awesome time up at the friendly Fenway uh and let's let's all uh get excited for a big bc win it's
1: always a great day to be a dude it's time to put our times behind get all the bad things off mind. he's feeling good she-